Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. In this episode, we talk about how to work through limiting beliefs. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're talking about a topic that I think is very popular in the personal development space. It's something that pretty much everyone discusses, and I've even touched on in the past in previous episodes, but it's something that people have been reaching out to me on Instagram about requesting specific episodes on, and so I want to help provide some frameworks and some ways to be thinking thinking about this topic to help us all move forward and hopefully make it a thing of the past. So we're talking about limiting beliefs, the role that they play in our day-to-day lives, the role that they play in our ability to make progress, and of course, how we can fix it, how we can get past it. And at the end of this episode, I'm bringing back an oldie but a goodie. So when I originally started this show, I used to give people challenges at the end of every episode. Well, I want to start doing that again. So at the end of this episode, I've got a challenge for you that could help you in finally moving past those limiting beliefs. This is something that everyone struggles with. It is such a challenging part of our day-to-day lives. It's a challenging part of our personal development because limiting beliefs come from experiences that we've had throughout our lives. Like those experiences that maybe cause us to think a certain way, cause us to believe certain things, those get reinforced over time. And eventually we start to truly hold on to those things. We internalize them and they become a part of our identity. So, for example, if we went on a ton of job interviews and we didn't get the job, well, now we start thinking that we're just a bad interviewer and that becomes a limiting belief. Uh, If we fail tests. So this actually happened to me back when I was in high school. I believed I was a bad test taker because I just did not do well on tests. I could perfectly tell you the answer in class. I could uh, do fine in like any sort of engagement situation. But when it came to sitting down and taking a test, especially in math, I just was not good. I could never really remember it. And at some point, my teacher told me, hey, you might just be a bad test taker. You might have test anxiety. And honestly, 
while I do believe that that is a real thing, the fact that she told me that the fact that that became how I identified because I started telling myself, oh, I'm just a bad test taker because I started telling myself that I have test anxiety made it harder. It made it more difficult to take tests because now I was confirming this thing about me and I was going into each test believing that I had test anxiety, that this was going to be hard because X, Y, Z reason. So those beliefs, they stack up, they get reinforced. They start to define who we are and they become limiting beliefs, beliefs that hold us back and they have major effects on our lives. Limiting beliefs aren't just like, oh, you know, that's annoying, but I'll get over it. They can sometimes very effectively reduce the number of attempts that we take. If we truly believe that we are bad at interviews, we're probably going to go out and do less interviews. We're going to go out and apply for less jobs. We're going to stick to that same job that we've had for 30 years because we're afraid of the interview process. We're afraid of starting over. We're afraid of going through that. We feel like we're not good at that. So we're naturally going to take that risk less often. We're naturally going to put ourselves in that situation less often. And that can lead to affecting our overall self-esteem and lack of self-confidence. Because when we truly believe that we're just not good at something, we're just not the type of person who can manage finances, we're just not the type of person who can get into the stock market, who can lose weight, who can go for a run, who can do whatever it is. If we truly believe we're just not good enough, we're just not smart enough, we're just not capable enough, that affects how we view ourselves in the rest of our lives. That affects how we view ourselves in so many other areas. However, limiting beliefs, and this is a bit of good news here, they're not impossible to overcome. So let's take a look at it. What exactly are beliefs? Well, I'm going to be quoting here from an article on psychology today. I've got a link to the full article in the description of this episode. I highly recommend you click through and give it a read because I think it's extremely helpful. But just a quick quote from the article here. Quote, Beliefs are our brain's way of making sense of and navigating our complex world. They are mental representations of the ways our brains expect things in our environment to behave and how things should be related to each other. The patterns our brain expects the world to conform to. Beliefs are templates for efficient learning and are often essential for survival. So beliefs are a part of us. They are the piece of us that allows us to navigate this world quickly and efficiently rather than burning uh, energy through from having to calculate everything that's happening around us, having to process all of this new information. Rather than doing that, we take the beliefs that we have, those connections that have already been created, and we try to categorize what's happening into one of those. So how exactly do they form? Well, it's through the experiences that we've had throughout our lives. The more similar these occurrences are, the more reinforced those beliefs become. If we have done a number of interviews throughout our lives and always felt stressed afterwards, always felt anxious, always felt frustrated, maybe we didn't get the job a few times. If this happens a number of times, all of a sudden we start to believe that we're not good at interviews. All of a sudden, we start to believe that interviews are hard. All of a sudden, we start to believe that getting a job is hard and therefore are less likely to take action in those directions. 
So I'm going to pull another quote here from the same article. Again, highly recommend that you give it a read. Quote, beliefs allow the brain to distill complex information, enabling it to quickly categorize and evaluate information and to jump to conclusions. For example, beliefs are often concerned with understanding the causes of things. If B closely followed A, then A might be assumed to have been the cause of B. End quote. Beliefs form because we want to better understand the connections between things around us, between events that are happening to us. If something happens and then something else happens soon afterwards, and that happens a number of times, that potential belief gets reinforced. And we start to understand, oh, when I do A, B happens. Or when I do B, C happens. Or when A happens around me or when someone else does A, B happens. We start to make those connections so that the next time that situation arises, we can jump to conclusions faster. We don't have to spend time processing. And this is part a mechanism for just navigating the world, but it's also partially a survival mechanism without being able to develop the understanding that if we steal food from a lion, that lion is going to kill us without being able to make that connection. Far more of us would have died to lions back in the day. And by the day, I mean like the day day, like way back. So what's the solution here? How do you actually break or replace beliefs? Because beliefs are not inherently bad and they are not inherently limiting. They are survival tools. However, in today's world, a lot of the beliefs that we develop are no longer necessary. We do not need to worry about getting food from lions. We don't need to worry about a lot of the different things that we used to have to worry about. And so we're forming beliefs that hold us back, that are limiting to us without any real value coming from them. So how do we actually break or replace those beliefs? Well, beliefs are formed through an attempt to categorize and identify complex information quickly. It's an attempt to save time and energy. In other words, it's an automatic behavior similar to a habit. So what do we know about habits? Well, same thing here. To change beliefs and to change habits, you have to interrupt that automatic behavior and replace the connection. Now, this is certainly not easy. It's far easier said than done, but that is how you do it. If there is an automatic behavior happening, there's an automatic connection between A and B. The only way to change that connection is to, for a long period of time, interrupt that connection as it is happening and change the route. For example, if you hold a belief that you always screw up interviews, it's because you have had bad interviews in the past and have connected that to your sense of self. You have adopted this identity of being bad at interviews because that's happened enough times. That stress that you've gone through has happened enough times, enough times you've walked out of that room and felt, oh, that was terrible, enough times that you've internalized that belief. Your job now is to slow down that reaction to the interview so that you can interrupt it and change the direction. So how do we do this? Well, through a tool called analysis. And we've talked about this on the show. We talked about it very recently. Back in episode 561, we talked about how to analyze your negative thoughts. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you do. But the idea was very simple. By speaking our thoughts out loud, we're forced to analyze it. By speaking something out loud or by journaling or by simply taking time to reflect on it, we are forced to analyze it, to break it down into its parts and look at it. It's the same thing here. 
automatic behaviors happen because we don't think about them, because we are unconscious when they happen. If we can insert some tool of analysis into these limiting beliefs as those automatic behaviors start to happen, then we can give ourselves the room. And that space might be tiny in the beginning, but we can give ourselves some amount of space to change that connection. Some tools you can use to analyze are things like journaling, speaking your thoughts out loud, or reflection. And reflection is, of course, just taking the time to think about it. Now, here's the truth, and this is something that you probably don't want to hear. Analysis is not going to solve this problem in the moment. You're still going to have those limiting beliefs. You're still going to have those automatic behaviors. They are called automatic for a reason. It's happening way too fast for you to truly stop it in the moment. But after the fact, you can analyze it. After it's happened, you can look at it. You can become aware of the fact that this is happening, make it clear as day so that the next time it potentially happens, you're a little bit more aware and then you analyze it again. And then the next time you're a little bit more aware than you were last time. Then you analyze it again. And then the next time maybe you're able to stop it. Maybe not even the time after that or after that or after that. But at some point, if you keep analyzing these beliefs, if you keep breaking it down, you keep reflecting on it. You will be aware enough, conscious enough as these things happen to be able to move the direction. So here's my challenge for you. I promised you guys a challenge at the end of this episode. What I want you to do, and I want you to do this today, identify one limiting belief that you have. It might be, I'm not good at managing money. It might be, I'm really bad at interviews. It might be, I'm not smart enough to learn XYZ thing. There's any number of things that it could be. But identify one single limiting belief, something that has held you back in the past or something that you just don't like that you hold that belief. Then I want you to use one method of analysis to break that belief down. You can either speak it out loud, which is my preferred method. You can journal it. Or you can just take some time to reflect on it. Whatever method of analysis works for you, do that. But take that one single limiting belief and really break it down. Like, what is that belief? What is it that you think is happening? Say it out loud. Write it down. Analyze it. Look at it. Then I want you to choose a new belief. This is the belief that is empowering. This is the belief that you want to insert. Instead of that limiting belief, you want to have this belief. Choose that new belief right now. And then finally, I want you to say that new belief out loud or write it down. And if you really want to get visual about this, if you really want to get practical about this, you can even write down the limiting belief, analyze it, then cross it out with your pencil or your pen scratch it out, like really get aggressive in there and then write down the new belief. Now, is this going to do an enormous amount for you today? No, absolutely not. That's not how this works. This is a very long term process. I'm not trying to give you some magic pill that's going to like, ooh, all of a sudden I believe this new thing because I scratched it out. (laughs) No, that's not what happens here. What's going to happen, though, is you're giving yourself the visual of what that limiting belief is. You're giving yourself the visual of what that new belief is and you're breaking down that limiting belief. Do that enough times for a long enough period of time and you'll start to believe the new thing. But you've got to stay consistent and you have to be willing to at least try it. 
So I hope this is helpful to some of you. Listen, I want to hear your thoughts. Find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps. Give the page a follow. Send me a message. I respond to everybody that I can. I would love to get into conversation with you. I'd love to uh, hear what questions you have on either this episode or if you want to hear a specific episode on a specific topic, just send me a message and let me know what it is. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.